I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh we made another baby. We are back with season two of the Bristos Made a Baby podcast. We've got another little bun in the oven, and we are so excited to share this journey with you guys. We have a little girl named Hayden. She is one going on two, and soon we're gonna be learning how to parent two little babies instead of one. But first, we got to get through this pregnancy. Make sure to tune in each week as we go on this journey and we'll talk about life and pregnancy up until this sweet little baby pops out. (laughs) We are so excited to share it all with you guys, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So uh, let's just get right into it. Okay, and welcome back to the Bristow's Made a Podcast. No, the Bristos made a baby podcast. <laughs> well, we also made a podcast. Episode eight of season two. We are in week twenty now. And halfway. Excuse me. Halfway. Halfway there. Wow. It's a big milestone. It is a big milestone. Even though, like, the first three or four weeks, or all of a sudden, you're at three or four weeks. It's like you're not pregnant, and then all of a sudden, you're oh, that's, yeah. First two weeks, you're not actually pregnant, but they count as if you're pregnant. Right. It's kind of cheating. So really, it should be like 38 weeks pregnant, your full term. Yeah. You should uh, you should write a formal complaint. I'm thinking about it. To those people in charge, whoever I, they are. Whoever they are, I'm coming <laughs> for you. So this week is my turn to start with a question. Wait, can I also say that uh, going off of that, we always argue about how many weeks are in pregnancy. And I, and I know that you're right. Of course I'm right. <laughs> but, I, but I just don't understand. Not every month is four weeks. No, no, not that it's months or not the weeks, the months. Like I'm, I'm always saying it's closer to 10 months and you're like, absolutely not. Nine. (laughs) Is it like nine and a half months? Nine months. All right. We're not getting into this. No. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, back to my question. Uh, This list, I'm not hating on the list, but there's not a lot of great ones in my opinion, but I found one that. I don't know the answer to yours. You might even not even have an answer, but we will see. Okay. And if there's not, I have a second backup question. All right. What is the weirdest scar you have and how did you get it? Oh, weirdest scar. Um, I feel like I don't even have that many scars. We can, we can go with another question. No, no, no. I, I actually, I have one that comes to mind that's pretty weird. Oh, here we go. As in, it's just like kind of bizarre and you wouldn't think it would leave a scar, but it did. Um, On my lower back. Okay. I've actually never showed you this. On my lower back, right in like the, uh, what's it called? Oh, tramp stamp area. Oh, wow. (laughs) Like lower back. Um, I have a little scar right in the middle from from sledding. Ooh, that had to hurt. What was that on your scale of one to 10 in pain? I don't know, because I was like, probably like seven or eight. I was crying and screaming. It hurt really bad, but probably not, you know, maybe like a five or a six in reality. Okay. Well, that's that's pretty fair. So we were sledding. We used to, um, I wish we still did this. We don't anymore. But my mom's side of the family back in the day would do these like huge ski trips and the whole family and like all the cousins would go out and we'd rent out these like big giant log houses we'd rent out like three in a row and it was like you know everyone would go up to just like the Poconos in Pennsylvania 
and ski and whatever. Um, but right across the, like, um, like directly across the street from these houses, we'd always get the same ones. There was this massive hill and it was, I mean, it's like humongous giant hill and on our way into like on our way to the houses, every time we would stop and uh, stop at a gas station to literally blow up like those like black, like tire tubes. They're like huge. Yep. So we would have tons of those <laughs> and that's what we would sled down the hill in. And I'm the, my mom is the youngest of her five siblings and I'm her youngest. So I was always like the tiny one. I had like a bunch of like way older cousins and a lot of them were boys and like they, people would like link up and it was like this whole crazy sledding adventure. And it was like, I mean, not dangerous. Everybody was fine, but it would get like a little out of hand. But anyway, so there's so much sledding that the hill like basically like turns into ice and on one of the runs down my like jacket coat like flew up like so my back was exposed and my back was just and I'm like shoved like this little girl like shoved in these one of these big tire tubes and my lower back just scraped all the way down like from top to bottom and I couldn't like get out because you're like I don't know if you've ever been one of those tubes but you get like sandwiched in there and I just remember screaming and, um, I don't even think it like bled, but I, I do. I have a, I have a scar from that. Wow. I'll tell you what, <laughs> even unprompted or, you know, just not prepared. Becca can tell a story. It's pretty <laughs> unbelievable. Good story. I didn't know that. There you go. See something you didn't know about me. Mine is a lot quicker of a story. No pain was involved. Oh. I was born. Oh with a birthmark some would call it a mole wow i would call it a birthmark yes you were right on my face below like the left side of my lip and i had it all the way through like fourth grade and then i got it removed i had anesthesia anesthesia (laughs) and they removed it with like a laser and there's like a light like a light scar there if you look closely it's it's faded over time but you can i mean if you point it out you can see it Right. But I, I never noticed it. Yeah, it's you should, there's more to the story. Why did you get it removed? Why? <laughs> yeah, come on. Because, you know, when you know your family will say, oh, it's cute and yeah. stuff. Then when you go to school, kids think you have chocolate on your face. <laughs> you want to get it removed. It was like, a, it was a pretty, pretty sizable brown. I mean, I've only seen it in pictures, but like a brown spot. Yeah. Yeah, like it wasn't like a little freckle or something. Like it was pretty significant, I guess. It was significant. Yeah. So, zapped it off. <laughs> oh, poor little Maddie boy getting teased. Thanks. That makes me sad. So anyway, that's my scar. Do you have any other scars? I feel like you don't have any other, even have any. I don't know. I have like random ones from like falling off bikes and stuff. But like, that's I fell on the course. I fell on ice once and I had a scar for a while, but I think it's gone. Your 21st birthday? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> i know that story yeah. we don't need to get into that one no <laughs> let's get into the baby and body changes how about that? all right there we go pivot week 20 so the baby has grown to the size of a banana at week 20 about six and a half inches and 10 ounces in weight so still not a pound yet but get closing in yeah getting close uh the skin has formed into two layers the dermis and the epidermis cool the baby is regularly swallowing amniotic fluid. Wow. AKA the baby is developing breathing skills. And the baby is producing meconium. 
which is exciting. <laughs> Do you remember what it is? No. It's like that black tarry poop that person has. Oh, that's out. right. Yeah, yeah you got to watch out for the meconium. Yeah. You don't want it coming out until they're out. So that's um, it for the baby. How about your how about your symptoms? Okay, I, I do have symptoms, but isn't it crazy that they breathe water? Like, they, they, yeah, they don't actually breathe air, but then, like, the second they come out, they switch to air. It's like... It is crazy. It's really crazy um, when you really think about it. Okay, symptoms. So, still a little bit of nausea at night still. Um, not anything crazy, you know. I think I mentioned this last week, but just a little bit at night where it's kind of annoying, but it, it's not anywhere near as bad as, you know, what I've been through thus far. So it's not that big of a deal, but, um, this pregnancy has definitely been harder. I think because of that, because of this lingering nausea, because of the veins, because everything just starts earlier. It's just, uh, it's definitely been a little bit more challenging. I feel like looking back and who knows, because hindsight can be a little, rosy usually but I just feel like I felt so like good (laughs) with Aiden like up even up until the end like physically um and everything like I said everything just starts earlier so it's just it's a little bit more challenging um but one very exciting thing is the baby is moving all the time lots of action lots of movement and you can you can start to see it like from the outside now. Like you can, it's not just these like little pokes and twinges that I feel. You can actually see the baby like poking or shifting. Um, I think it's easier for you to see. It's hard for me to see. Yeah, I think it's it's not to the point where like you know they're huge and they move and their whole whole body moves <laughs> or my whole belly like is like contorting. Um, <laughs> Rosie is left on the couch just staring at us she's breathing very heavily <laughs> just panting it's bizarre maybe she's hot i think she's getting off the couch uh, to be a doodle you know life is so hard <laughs> she's moving to the wood floor she must be hot anyway but i can start to see it but it, they're they're very small uh little movements so it's not super noticeable but something that i have definitely noticed Um, And another symptom is a little bit of heartburn here and there, um, but not bad at all. I'm lucky that I have not really, um, so far in all of my experience in pregnancy, I haven't really dealt with heartburn very much. I'll get like a touch of it here and there, but it's, it's not bad at all. Um, Some women get it so bad where it's, it really is just super uncomfortable. I'm definitely not in that boat, but I am getting a little bit. Um, because you know, everything's just being pushed, physically pushed up. So some of that stomach acid can, uh, creep back up and everything's also just looser from, you know, the hormone that loosens up all your joints and your ligaments, which I think can uh, affect, um, I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that can affect, uh, like sphincters as well, like keeping them tightly closed when they're supposed to be. Um, so that's it for symptoms though. So not really a whole lot to report which that's exciting. That's always good. Yeah. Um, as far as like how this week went, the beginning of this week, you were actually still on your trip. Nice. Memories. S- yeah, memories. Saturday is when I turn into a new week, always. Um, and I feel like it was just really nice to spend just one-on-one time with Hayden while not being sick. 
because I think the last time you went away it was a while ago, but I think it was during the pregnancy um, that ended in a miscarriage, and I was pretty sick, and you were gone for like three days, and I just remember it being like pretty miserable. Jeez, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I was keeping it like real positive. Oh, but, I remember. Yeah. And then, but by the third day, I think I was just in text. I think you could tell I was like really not happy. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Thanks for letting me go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this time was totally different experience. Um, was just feeling pretty good and it's nice to spend, you know, just time, just me and Hayden. Cause it's usually the three of us all the time. So that's, uh, it's like few and far between that we get like a lot of just like solid blocks of quality time, just the two of us. Um, we also had our big 20 week scan ultrasound this week. Yes. How'd you think that went? Uh, it seems like it went well, but I asked the tech if everything good looked good, and she like paused for a second, and she was like, "Your doctor or midwife will let you know." Yeah, why? I hate that. I hate that they're so secretive. Like, I get it. It's like they, you know, they don't. It's like a liability thing. But when she said that, I was like, "Oh my god, tell me that there's something like really wrong here." Right, but everything was fine up to that point. So yeah, or like at least she w- she didn't. Yeah, she was pointing things out and not. She seemed okay. Yeah, like, oh, there's four chambers in the heart. And she's like, spine looks good. Right. The, the thing that freaked me out was she she was, like, letting us know. She was like, right now I'm looking at, like, all of the parts of the brain or, yeah, something about different sections of the brain. And she just kind of, like, let us know she was looking at them versus all the other things. She was like, here's the four-chamber heart. And, like, you can see the spine. It's, like, fully formed. So... That made me kind of nervous where I was like, okay, is there like something that's looking off with the brain? Like, I don't know. Just the way that I was probably just reading into it. Yeah. We just, I feel like we got so spoiled with that ultrasound tech we went to last pregnancy. She was so friendly and so nice and so chatty. And this round we've, everyone is like quiet, very tight lipped and like very all business and you just can't read them. Yep. <sighs> but, um, but yeah, it seems like, I don't know. I think it went, went okay. Yeah. And we, um, found out that the heart rate was 147, which I was actually wrong. I had said in a previous episode, I don't remember what week it was, but the heart rate has always been in the 140s, like every time it gets checked. And I thought, um, so the old wives tale is that over 140 beats per minute means girl and then under 140 means boy. And for some reason I thought in the 140s like means boy and then like upwards of like the 160s means girl that's what i had in my head but apparently that's not right and that was the one thing that i was like all right maybe it is a boy but otherwise you're you're hurting my theories here (laughs) otherwise i was fully team girl and then when i heard that i was like "Mm, yeah i'm sold i think it's a girl so i still think it's a boy but yeah you're starting to take away all my uh things to run with here so (laughs) who knows all your data points i'm pretty confident though yeah, you are definitely confident. We'll find out. Um, he was right last time. I was. I was wrong. You were wrong. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, so that was like a little nerve wracking because, you know, you just want everything to be okay. But once we got like two days out from that appointment and my midwife never called, I was like, okay, I think we're fine. Yeah, that kind of worried me. I just want to hear and make sure everything's good. Right. But also makes sense if she didn't call. It's probably fine. Yeah, like no news is good news. Right. Um. Yeah. So, want to talk about the the major happening of this week? Yes. 
potty training with a 22-month-old. Woo. This is a doozy. It was a real doozy. So this is not pregnancy-related, but if you're experiencing a pregnancy at one point in time, you will be potty training. So this is somewhat relevant. And you don't have to potty train at 22 weeks or 22 months. I'm sorry. It was it was such a fail. It was pretty bad. <laughs> we thought it was like a pretty, you know, she just wears underwear and wets them. And like you're supposed to take her to the potty every time she goes or whatever. It's supposed to eventually click. It's a three-day guarantee. Not a, You know, not everything's guaranteed. but It's like a three-day method, yeah. Right. So it was tough the first day. We figured the second day would get a little better. And the third day it would click, but... It never clicked. Never clicked. I think by midday on the third day, Becca finally called it. And I was I was probably about a day before her ready to call it. No, I think I wanted to try day three. But yeah, we, uh, we're we hanging up the cleats for here for a little bit here. Oh, we canceled it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we made it till like three or four o'clock on day three. Right, 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 right. And but she was just showing no new, no, no new signs. No improvement, I guess. No improvement. And... What I learned or what we learned, just because I ended up like talking about, you know, kind of sharing our experience on Instagram and I had so many moms like send me messages and stuff that because I was kind of thinking like, okay, I feel like it shouldn't be this hard. Like, I mean, it was it's it's difficult in just in general because you go from having this like, you know, semi independent toddler who can like you know, spend little chunks of time keeping herself busy with toys or looking at books or whatever while you can kind of like, you know, be alongside of her and like get some stuff done or whatever or just not be like physically eyes locked on her for the entire waking hours of her day. But you go, so you go from this like somewhat independent to you literally have to watch them like 24 seven. Oh, it's tough. It's, it's so painful. You can't do anything. (laughs) I mean, you know, I mean, we, I think we knew we were like, well, aware. we're like, you know, we're not doing anything. We're not going anywhere. Like we're going to be in the house, but I don't think I was prepared for like the level of, um, how conscious you have to be of like her every moment. Right. And I think it affected her a little bit too. Like you can't, we couldn't like go outside, which she loves to do. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know, she might wet herself out there. There's no toilet nearby. Right. So it was, uh, it was extremely, uh, challenging. I would say. Yeah. And she was kind of cranky because she just kept like peeing her pants. Right. And she's, and she's a very, she's a very, uh, smart girl in our opinion. We're probably biased, but I also do think she's pretty smart, like talking and stuff like that. But that clearly doesn't mean she's ready. Yeah. So I think we, so the, the program, this three day program, which is like super popular. So if you're a mom out there, you've probably heard of it. Um, she actually recommends 22 months as like the being the best time because at that point they can like communicate with you, but they're not, they haven't gone through like whatever, um, like mental leap where they realize that they can like fully assert themselves and say no. So she's like, this is kind of the sweet spot because you don't want to be getting in like arguments with your toddler and you don't want them to be like, yeah, I don't know, asserting themselves and not wanting to potty trip. Well, I don't know, whatever. And I was just kind of like, all right, well, she's coming up on 22 months. Like, maybe we should do it in a couple of weeks. And then we kind of had like a three-day period where we didn't have any anything to do. 
but then we had like somewhere to go that weekend so like the whole time we were like is she gonna be just like potty trained in four days like I don't know how this is gonna go but the program is she is so like you just have to follow it and it works she's like I've done it with all like five or six of my kids one of which was even like developmentally delayed and you know she's just really talking up the success of this three-day program so I just it didn't even occur to me that like it wouldn't work because you know she is uh she's very vocal she talks very well like she can tell us exactly what's going on right we understand her um most people understand her she she's sometimes she talks about going pee or poop like yeah and she was like showing interest in like the toilet and she like likes to flush it so, I don't know. We just thought that meant she's ready. She's not ready. No. <laughs> no. So, I, I, as the third day was going on, I was like, man, is in my head, because I would never say this, but like, how's Becca going to cope with a, like, f- I, I mean, not that it's a failure, but <laughs> failing at this, <laughs> like, there's no way we're just going to keep going, but. Yeah, I finally, ca- I finally conceded. Right. No, I think you did, we did the best thing for her. We tried and she's just not ready and that's okay. Yeah, and the the general consensus seems to be, because I was like, wh- why does nobody talk about how hard this is? Everybody talks about how hard it is to have a newborn, and in a lot of ways, I don't, I don't. For our experience, it was not as difficult as people make it out to be. Um, but I'm like, no one really talks about potty training. Like, what? I was like researching blog posts, so like to try and see if there's like this information's out there about how horrible it is. But like, it's just I haven't been exposed to it. And it just wasn't coming up. And so I was like, okay, maybe it's not supposed to be this hard. And the general consensus is when they're actually ready, it it should not be that hard. Like it doesn't necessarily, gonna, it's not necessarily going to be like a walk in the park. Right. Of just, I mean, a lot of moms said their kids one day just decided like, I don't want to wear diapers anymore. And like, that was literally it. And they like barely even had any accidents. They, there was like no training, really. That sounds glorious. Yeah, that does sound glorious. I mean, I don't know. I kind of want there to be a... A training period so that she learns what to do instead of just like willy-nilly figuring it out as we go I don't oh know. i agree yeah i agree um but yeah a lot of moms are saying like just wait because she's not ready and when you eventually do like she'll t- you'll be able to tell when she's ready which i thought she was but she clearly isn't and now i know more things to look for um but when she is ready you know it, it really will not be that hard um so yeah so that was like just a just a giant fail, big time fail. And we also, we were like, okay, what we're going to do, what we decided that day. I think the, the moment <laughs> I decided to concede <laughs> was, um, cause we finally just took her, like took her underwear off because I don't know. It just seemed like change it just, up. Yeah. And she was just like standing there and like, all of a sudden, you know, cause like she, she had no control over it. So she would just like start peeing. Like there wasn't any like, Oh, I have to go like nothing like that. And she just looked down and she was like water. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yep. I think the best was when you had to tell her that we were stopping. Like, <laughs> like you were trying <laughs> like to like, okay, Hayden. So, you know, we were potty trained this week it's okay we're gonna put diapers back on she she has no clue she's just, <laughs> well because they say to make a big deal in the beginning on the first day they're like you're gonna you get uh, the, right you need to throw the diapers out together and you tell them that the diapers are gone there's no, no we more did. diapers yeah, we did. You're, like right, you're right so i figured well i should wrap this up by letting her know that true <laughs> the diapers are back and it's okay no, it was just funny 
Not that she, yeah, has any idea. I just remember you were laughing when I, yeah, like knelt down and I was like, okay, Hayden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but um, but we were. Our plan was to like definitely we were gonna, like okay we're gonna try again like in the new year, in sometime in January, hoping that she would be then hopefully more ready, and then would be fully potty trained by the time the baby gets here. But in my chatting with moms on Instagram, a lot of them were saying she might actually regress when the baby gets here. It's like common for kids to do that. And then you might have to train them all over again. Yeah. <laughs> That's shaking his head. No. So I say at this point, we just wait until she is like absolutely ready. Whatever that is. Sounds great. That's when we'll do it. Like I, I have no more like, pride surrounding how early she's potty trained whether or not she's still in diapers like i could care less it's all good i've totally let it go um and i feel like that's one of the what's one of the interesting things in parenting like you have a much you have like an ego like around certain things and then like your kids just teach you to like shatter it like it doesn't matter it's very true it's a good point they all progress when they progress and yeah you you definitely accepted it which is good yeah and i'm cool with it um because I just want I want her to be ready, you know. I don't want to force something on her. And honestly, diapers are so much easier. Oh, they're great. I don't understand. I mean, maybe I will understand once I have a kid that's like fully out of diapers. But like, when people are like, "Oh God, once all your kids are out of diapers, like it's so great." But like, it's so annoying to like every time you leave the house, okay, let's go potty, or like you're out and about, and then it's like all of a sudden they have to go, and then you have to like rush and find a bathroom. It's very true. That just sounds really stressful. It does maybe. Because we only have to change hers a few, like, I don't know, three times a day, which... Yeah. I don't know if that's too little, but it's not like she she gets, like, too much in there. Uh, but maybe, like, they think of, like, when their baby was, like, one or younger. and I don't know. Do you have to change it more then? I'm not sure. I yeah, it's it's a lot more. I've, especially when they're, like, baby babies. Right. It's, like, all the time. Yeah. It's, like, 10 diapers a day. Right, right. So that sucks. But right now, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's, like, not a big deal at all. Yeah. I don't know. So, I feel like diapers are... Because you can just go run errands. You go wherever you want. You don't have to, like, worry about... Right. Like, locating public bathrooms. <laughs> like, it's just not even a thought. That's a good point. Or if you're on, like, a car ride. Like, we drive back and forth to my parents' house fairly often. It's, like, a 50-minute, 50 55-minute ride. Right. We'd have to, like, pack a potty, like, in case she has to go and pull over. Like, oh, my God, no. Hashtag diapers for life. Yeah, <laughs> not for life. Actually, someone gave me really good advice. They were like, my, this is what my mom always says. They're not going to walk down the aisle in diapers. Don't worry about it. Like, there's just no reason to stress that's over it. That's good. I like that. So, so that's where we're at. Complete 180. Went from uh, potty training at 22 months because that's the best way to do it, according to this lady that I fully believed too yeah whatever we're all good <laughs> she'll get potty trained when she gets potty trained yep um but yeah so kind of a fun or not fun funny parenting lesson slash failure yep this week but um yeah it's all good she's a healthy girl it's all that matters it's a tough week but we learned a lot so that's good it was tough it was like the best feeling just being like Oh my God, to be done. Let's put the diapers on and like not like, oh my God, I'm gonna, ever again. I'm going to send a text message now. <laughs> like seriously, like you couldn't even, you could not take your eyes off of her. Right. 
Because the whole thing is like you got to catch them in the act. Mm-hmm. Like if you miss the pee, you miss a whole opportunity. And they also say you like really, not that you force them to drink because you should never force a child to drink, but like really offer tons of liquids. So they're like peeing a lot. So there's even more opportunities to teach them. Yep. But she was, it, it was not clicking. Nope. Not at all. No. But uh, that's all right. It will eventually. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a good episode there. Yeah. Thanks for listening to week 20. And are there any teasers for next week? Week 21. <laughs> week 21. Be there. We'll be back. You know, it's going to be a great episode. If you want to skip that episode, no worries. No, that actually is a really good week because we're going to be talking about the gender reveal. Oh, okay. So we're going to find out that I was correct. So. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening this week, and we will see you next time. All right. Bye, guys.